Welcome to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast with C.J. Mahaney and Jeff Perswell. This podcast is devoted to helping ordinary pastors with the extraordinary privilege and responsibility of serving God's people in their local church. And now, here's the podcast with your host, Mickey Connolly. Welcome back. Uh, Last month, we started talking with Bob and Jeff and C.J., uh, about liturgy, and Bob made the excellent point that you everyone has a liturgy, um, whether it's a planned one or unplanned one, and the uh, idea of actually having one that's planned uh, is what wisdom. a concept. <laughs> yeah, what an idea. And uh, so we want to pick up on some of those elements. Uh, last time we did call to worship and pastoral prayer. Um, so let's start with scripture reading as an element of the meeting, scripture reading divorced from uh, the actual passage that's going to be preached. Sure. I'll hop in on that. Yeah, well, we read scripture because the people of God have always read scripture when they gather. It's pretty simple. Um, But again, it it, does. Well, I mean... You, you, you can feel that way when you think, you know, how much of a role has has the, the reading of Scripture played? I mean, Paul commands that Timothy devote himself to the public yeah, reading yeah. of Scripture, which I don't think is exhausted by the reading of your text when you're, you're going to preach. Um, and so I, I think really it, we, we have greatly benefited from this. And, and I think it has, it has, there's both sort of the substance of it, the actual scripture that you read, and there's also the, the precept of it. The, the precept of it re- reminds us we live our lives under scripture. Uh, we live our lives by the word of God. And so we have our scripture reading in the midst of our singing. And so it's it's a great moment that, that I mean, our singing, of course, we, we're singing songs that are biblically rich and uh, theologically informed, but but it, but it's great to stop in the moment in, in, in the midst of that and draw our attention once again to Scripture, root ourselves once again in Scripture, mm-hmm. um, and so we will uh, we will do that virtually every week. Occasionally, we we will do different things. Um, on occasion, we will sometimes utilize a reading from a creed or a confession. Uh, we will sometimes do uh, get, have a confession of sin. Yeah. Uh, a corporate very, very confession effective. of sin that's that's prepared and and we we read together and then the person who leads that will give a uh, you know pronouncement of forgiveness on the authority of God's word etc. Uh, so we we do utilize different things but typically it's it's scripture reading and um, so in in addition to the precept you know just just reminding people the importance of God's word there's also the substance of it and we so the person reading it will will also place it in context. Um, want to be careful there. Again, I think that's, a, that's another place where, mm-hmm. where we uh, work hard and, and find ourselves you know, wanting to improve that because I think we can do too much. Um, I think what, what we want to do with that scripture reading is not read a scripture and then pastor people or read a scripture and then teach. As much as possible, we want that, the truth of that scripture to land on people. Uh, to, to, we want to lead people there. So when I do it, and it's just the way I, I typically do it, I, I don't say anything after I finish the reading because I want that scripture to land, and I try to present it in a way that then I know what the next song is. And so I want it to, and in the planning of, of the meeting, 
um, you know, these aren't just arbitrary scriptures. They, we, they are ones that are woven together with songs that we're singing, uh, consistent with truths that we're singing. So um, we are uh, we're wanting that scripture to not only inform the next song, but but want the next song to reinforce the truth the truth of that scripture. Um, so it's 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 been a very very rich time again as CJ was stressing with other elements it, it takes preparation to do that it's also just mention one other thing it's also a place where we utilize uh, other people in, in the congregation mm-hmm. and so uh, as often as not maybe more often than not we have people from the congregation reading and so we, we obviously invite them to do that we prepare them for that so we will the pastor will introduce the scripture reading, make a few comments, and then invite that person to come up and do that. We'll uh, sometimes and we'll do different things. We've had uh, couples, uh, bilingual couples, where one of the spouses will read it in, say, Spanish, and one will read it in English. We've done that with Chinese as well. We'll often use uh, ladies in the church uh, to to read. Uh, they often some of our best readers. Uh, we will uh, sometimes do responsive readings in, in that as well. Um, those are rich and have a, a, a rich history. Uh, I think we found them to be uh, challenging at times. Uh, but, We're getting but we, better. But we, we continue to try. We continue to the attempt. Uh, and so uh, we'll divide up the scripture and we'll project it. And, and so the, the pastor will read part of it and the people will respond with the next part. And, they will alternate. So we do different things with that section, but it is another way to uh, not only obey 1 Timothy 4, was it verse 13, yeah. um, but uh, but also to remind us and, and to, in actuality, place us under God's Word as we worship. Um, just to clarify, um, so the, the Scripture reading is related to the songs? That's how you're picking the Scripture that you're reading or the creed? Yeah, or? yeah. Yeah, it, it, the whole, I mean, we'll probably get into this when we talk about planning the meeting, but think of the whole meeting as a progression of content. And so whatever we just sang should lead into the scripture, and the song we sing after the scripture should, should flow from the scripture. Okay. Trying to Just trying to help people think coherently and logically and in a way that makes sense. And Bob, aren't you often seeking both through the passage you choose for the call to worship and the scripture reading? Uh, to remind people of the content of the sermon the previous week? I am, but I was going to talk about that later. That's good. But absolutely, good. yeah. Good. Get, get, get into it when we talk about planning the Sunday. Excellent. But yes. Good. Yeah. Well, I think we should mention it at least and now as well. But yes, mention. you can elaborate on it later as well. <laughs> you stepped on his yeah. literature. Yes, my, my, my. Yes, man, did. You just got a few no. thoughts. No. CJ, yes. Bob is a professional here. Yeah. We're no. ordinary no. pastors. Just to let you know, maybe. No day would be complete without being scolded by Bob at some point. Yeah. No, I'm yes. just waiting for it to yeah. happen. Just trying yeah. to help our listeners in case they don't hear the next podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. our, our, our liturgy. Well, Yes. It's not as rigid as Bob's thinking about. And again, I want to emphasize that the, the pastor who's introducing the scripture, preparation is required. A disproportionate amount of time must be invested in preparation so that their communication is clear and concise. So you're coordinating with the pastor that doesn't? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Bob's going to share all this. Mickey, Bob is going to share all this when we do the podcast on singing. No, okay, planning, planning, yeah, yeah. Until then, everybody's secret. Yeah, just that's amazing. Stay in your lane, bro. Mickey, the unveiling, the unveiling of all Bob knows on that topic. Well, awaits that podcast, and there will be no premature sharing, <laughs> sharing by Bob on that topic <laughs> until then. Now yeah, we'll get to my yes. part. And so, to say. yes, so don't offend him oh, as I apparently did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. let's just move on to the yeah. next. No, I would avoid that. that. No, yeah, that, that, brings, right? that can, brings this. Can we move on? We Bob? can move then on. That brings this to an abrupt, awkward conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now uh, there are there are no throwaway elements of the meeting. So oh, there well, shouldn't be. No, there no. shouldn't be. But welcome no. announcements. There can oh, be. It's just welcome announcements. Got oh. How do you, how do you all think through welcoming and the announcements? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we the, those come in our meeting will come after the pastoral prayer and. Uh, and we we want to be, and we try to be, as with all of these, we try to be as intentional as possible. Um, the welcome, it, it obviously has a practical function of, of welcoming people, but we, in terms of what we say, how we present that, we don't want it to be perfunctory. Uh, we want it to be theologically informed. Um, and and it, it's not forcing scripture to say, you know, welcome others in Romans, welcome others, you know, as Christ has welcomed us. It's true. Uh, we have been welcomed by God. That's to be our orientation mm-hmm. to, to people on a day-to-day basis. It's to be our mm-hmm. orientation in a Sunday meeting. Uh, we com- categorically reject uh, those voices of counsel that tell us that visitors don't like to be recognized. They like to be able to slip in and slip out. We, we re- reject that. We don't care about that, however true it might be for some people, uh, because we want to welcome people. And we, we tell them uh, we're, we're grateful that they're there. We, we make comments that, uh, that inform them that we see the, their attendance here as intentional on God's mm-hmm. part. Uh, it's no accident. And so we want to care for them. We want to see how we might serve them. Uh, so the, the cards that they're filling out, it's, it's to let us know who they are, any way we might serve them, any way we might pray for them. Uh, we also give out a small gift to them. We're also wanting the church to know who these people are. Yeah. And um, because of who our church is, uh, people are taking note and they will be, those people will be uh, descended upon by members of our church mm-hmm. and welcomed by members of our church and invited to lunch by members of our church. So. Um, it's 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 really a, a wonderful moment that again you you are modeling certain things. Uh, I would that this can be. I'll say one thing about announcements and, and welcome. It, it can be a moment. It, it is a more informal moment. Yes. However, I would not want it to be unduly informal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What does unduly? Well, or or I wouldn't want it to be casual. Maybe maybe to use a different word. I mean, it is informal. It's conversational. We're welcoming people, but it does not mean it's spontaneous. It does not mean we're making jokes to people in the crowd that are inside jokes, which which have the effect of uh, instead of making it feel like a family, it has the effect of making people who aren't part or attempts at humor when you aren't gifted in humor. Continue. Yes. No. This is helpful. But you don't you don't want those kind of I think. When we are overly, <laughs> when we are overly casual, yep. uh, we end up alienating people. Yep. Uh, yep. People who don't feel on the inside. People who don't know yep. what's going don't on. We we want to be care banter between two different people. Oh, people mm. on the outside don't know what's going on. It's kind of like, no, let's you know, let's not you know, I'm not joking with the guy in the third row about his team losing that you know the prior week or something. Those are just that's not what this is about. So it's conversational, it's relational. Maybe that's the best word, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not it's not casual. Um, needs to be sincere. Needs to be warm. Needs to be creative so that it isn't predictable each week. So I appreciate yeah. how the different guys work at that. Uh, so that it doesn't become predictable, so that the church knows no that this that, that there is a special this is a special moment, a unique moment yeah. Yeah. Uh, each and every week, and that certainly does require work on behalf of the person who's leading. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's every element of the meeting is a teaching moment. <laughs> every element of the meeting is a moment where a pastor could and should be leading, so mm-hmm. that that informs our. Uh, welcome and announcements uh, as as well. It's also an opportunity to encourage the church. I mean, I've just seen guys yep. do this over and over again. Um, you know, offering me a great example. Here's here's what your giving has made possible. So it might be a testimony, it might be a meeting, it might be someone who's gone on a missions trip, just some event that the church has held. But uh, you know, you go every week and you sit under that week after week. You you just see, oh, God's working here, rather than just saying, hey. We're going to take the now. Yep. We're going to take the offering. Or here's what's happening. So many times, guys have said, "Here's what God is doing in this church, and let's let's glorify Him for it." Yeah, you want to draw attention to evidences of grace in this welcome announcement period of time, and you don't want to be apologizing for announcements. If you're apologizing, maybe you shouldn't be giving those right. announcements. They 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 should be it important information conveyed and again they can be and should be wisely seized as teaching moments for the church mm-hmm. as what, well. what raises to the level of a sunday morning announcement because you have all kinds of ways That's we can true. communicate what the church is doing what what do you want to publicly announce yeah that's that's a great question and that is very much going to depend on the church uh, there are different ways of Churches have different ways of communicating. They have led their church and yep. informed their church, educated their church on how they communicate. I know of one particular church that uh, people get emails every week, and they just know to check their mm-hmm. emails. And they don't give, I don't believe they give any announcements. And, and that, that works for them, and the, mm-hmm. they have intentionally done that. I think that works great, uh, depending on your demographics. Delivery systems are going to be different. They're going to be more effective for some churches than others. For us, we we do try to be uh, succinct uh, with our announcements and limited in the number of announcements. But 
uh, I suppose the, the ones that we give, that they are going to be announcements of things that are broadly applicable. They, they address a significant amount, uh, a significant number of the church mm-hmm. or, or a specified population in the church, a, a singles meeting, a parent team meeting. Sunday um, classes. Sunday classes, yes. Uh, yeah, so we will use them for things that we, we do want to promote. So there's a promotional aspect to them as yep. well. Yep. Um, so also, just significant for participation. In other words, we need to tell people this so that something will happen. So sometimes there's an urgency to it. But we're not giving sort of casual announcements. You know, if, if you've left your plate at the picnic, give it to <laughs> so-and-so. We're not, we're not doing those kinds of things. We want them to be... Um, significant, broadly applicable, um, and because you're sending a message, I think when you say those things, what what sort of things are important? Yeah, and and in the uh, welcome offering announcements, we're, we're seeking to con- to identify evidences of grace in the church and convey our gratefulness to God for the church. Mm-hmm. So that that needs to be a part of this element as well. An example of that might be, for instance, we have a big event one week. And so in that announcement, we might refer to that event and take the opportunity to quickly thank all the people who served in that event or a particular individual who led that event. So also, that's an example of what what CJ is is saying. We'll we'll often often do that. Culture of gratefulness cultivated in the church, and that can take place through these elements. That's right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do with testimonies? We do them. Yes, um, we do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Is that helpful? <laughs> <laughs> Could you elaborate? <laughs> well, we we are on the lookout for them. I mean, you, you have yes. to you have to be on the lookout for them. Yes. Um, and so it, it, they, I think they tend to come. Give the different in, categories in different, yes, that in different we, seasons that we that inform our lookout for them. Yes. So we have different categories. So we've, we've taken a good bit of time in our pastor's meetings over the years to not just introduce, but reintroduce these categories so that as guys are among the flock, they are alert to some interaction that might have broader application to the entirety of, of the church. So some of, the, some of the categories would simply be uh, obviously a, 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 what you might call a dramatic intervention of God in somebody's life that might be encouraging to the entire church, uh, an evangelistic encounter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a, so a conversion, yep. Yep. A, yep. You know, the gospel conversion. in action. Yep. Uh, a, a, like, like CJ just said, an evangelistic, you know, someone reaching out mm-hmm. in, in a creative way, in a faithful way. Um, so, you know, the, the gospel in action, transforming a life, a sanctification, yep. mm-hmm. a life transformed yep. by the gospel. So yep. someone who's walked through a particular thing, yep. they've, they've seen God uh, grow them through yes. various means, including the encouragement of those yes. in the church. Um, that wouldn't can, necessarily be dramatic, exactly, but be yes. slow and over a period of time that would encourage the entire church. Continue. Exactly. Uh, p- uh, perseverance would be another mm-hmm. one. So someone who's walked through yep. suffering, suffering and yep. God has met them, yep. and they have demonstrated, and God's yep. grace has been evident in their life, and God has, and, and their testimony is one that will encourage others. Um, report uh, from a mission trip. John yes, report from a missions trip. Yeah, we're we're always trying to pepper our meetings with 
testimonies. And they, they again, I think bear a much fruit, get a lot of work done and, and ultimately uh, glorify God. Mm-hmm. How often do you think about doing them? Once, twice a month, if possible, if they, possible. If they exist, yeah. Yeah. When we, have, when we have New Member Sunday, we choose somebody to represent uh, all those who are becoming new members to describe their conversion experience, their uh, experience in the church. Uh, as, as we're introducing different ministries, uh, so we've got discipling ministries where, where then there is a history we will draw from someone who's benefited and have them share when the announcement uh, takes place for the renewing of that ministry. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're always trying to think strategically of how testimonies can play a part. Again, I want to make sure that this, uh, this is conveyed each and every time. This takes preparation. We, we have yeah. people, yeah. what is it, two, two pages, double spaced, uh, and then it's edited. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of work that could, what, what you see on a Sunday, what you hear on a Sunday, uh, that is, that is well crafted and well communicated. There's, there's been private work devoted to that, uh, on behalf of the individual and the pastors. What were you going to say, Jim? Well, that, you yep. know, something you said raised another category. We mentioned, you know, conversion, evangelism, sanctification, perseverance, and then local church. So someone who's been affected by the local yep. church, someone yep. who's given a yep. testimony about the way they've been served by the church, upheld by the church. Those are powerful. And that's another way of, of, of just raising people's awareness of what God is doing and uh, exhibiting evidences of grace, as CJ mentioned. And that editing, usually Gary and I are involved in that, Gary Ricucci, mm-hmm. and we'll try to get down to below 700 words. Um, and sometimes it starts with like 1,300. It's a pretty serious process sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll also try, when, when it's applicable, and it's almost it's always applicable, to get a clear articulation of the gospel yep. in the testimony, just yep. just a sentence where yep. they say, "Yeah, and then I came to the Lord," and but that tells you know unbelievers nothing. That came to the Lord. Oh, I just need to come to the Lord. So that's another aspect of editing. Yeah. So recently we uh, taught on the the fifth commandment: honor your father and mother. Mm-hmm. There was uh, somebody in the church whose parents had just done an ex- exemplary job in training, mm-hmm. persevering with this child. <laughs> Uh, this child caused great heartache over a number of years. Uh, and so it, it, this child then becomes, uh, in adult form, a living illustration of, yeah. of the effect of faithful, persevering, uh, godly parenting. So he shared his testimony. And again, it just it's a living illustration. Faith is imparted, fresh faith to parents. Uh, it can also be a moment of conviction. Uh, for any children who are rebelling against parents, testimony can get a lot of work done, and it did at the end. We had this one at the end of the meeting uh, following the teaching that Sunday. Yep. Excellent. All right, guys, one more thing in, in these elements and liturgy. Uh, Jeff, talk about the benediction mm-hmm. as a as a ending point of the meeting. Yes. Uh, we love the benediction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's... It's giving God the last word. You know, we, we begin our meetings with God addressing us in the call to worship. We end by in the meeting by God addressing us. Uh, but it's there is obviously a, a long biblical history to benedictions, benedictions that are in 
uh, in letters, benedictions that, that people, leaders in the church are, are giving. That, that benediction, it, it, you know, it, it's God's good word to us. It, it tells us that because of Christ, we are not mm. under God's judgment. Yes. We are under his grace. Mm. We are united with Christ. Mm. We are members of his family. We mm. are objects of his love. So mm. that, that, that benediction is, is God's announcement yes. that as, as you leave, as we yeah. leave, we yeah. do so under God's grace in Christ. We, we, we have in this meeting, we have been reminded, we have exalted in uh, the, the reality that grace has come to us through Christ. And as we leave, that benediction basically says, as we leave, that grace that we've been hearing about and, and receiving through his word, that grace remains. Our entire existence, yeah. this coming week, mm. tomorrow morning, is mm. one to be lived by his grace and for his glory. And so it's just a wonderful, that's the way we want to leave, aware of grace and knowing, not just grace in the past, as Piper calls future grace, knowing that mm. grace is is mm. with us. It's We're living under it. Uh, God is continuing to pursue us uh, all by, the, all through the work of Christ and, mm. and for his glory. So we, we love that moment, and I think our people love that moment. Yeah. Amen. And actually, Maggie, before you conclude, I want to make sure all pastors listening know we, 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 we do not execute all of these elements flawlessly each week. Every week has its moments of weakness and mm -hmm. flaw. Uh, so we, we do not in any way want to leave the impression mm -hmm. that we are somehow polished professionals uh, pulling this off each week in flawless ways that that is that is simply not true uh, and what i would want every pastor we have the privilege to serve through this podcast to know is that god is at work in your meeting and you are probably far more sensitive to the deficiencies of your meeting whatever yeah. element of your meeting you are evaluating and the challenges to, to maintain an awareness that God is at work each and every Sunday as you are Amen. gathered together and addressing the church with the gospel in, in countless ways that you can't discern. And you can, you can go home each and every Sunday assured of that. Yes. Amen. Excellent. No better way to end this time. Thank you so much, CJ. Thank you, Bob. Thank mm -hmm. you, Jeff. And uh, we'll pick up next month.